0: Now the news. I'm Shane Begum. Israel continues its bombardment of the Gaza Strip, despite intensifying international demands for a ceasefire. The Gaza Health Ministry says Israel's now killed more than 18,000 people since October the 7th. The United Nations says more than 70 percent of those killed in Gaza were women and children. The number of people killed in Israel remains at around 1,200. Health officials report over 360,000 cases of disease found in shelters. Nur Harazin reports from Gaza.
1: Well, over the past uh, days actually there was statements from the World Health Organization from the MSF, from the uh, UN from uh, Palestinian Health Ministry here in Gaza all speaking and talking about the same thing which is, which is the catastrophe here in Gaza the health system here in Gaza what is happening to the people on the ground this very dire crisis that the Palestinians are going through what is happening is that the shelters now are overcrowded with people especially the open-air shelters like the al-mawasi refugee camp and the u.n refugee camp in southern gaza their people do not have any access to food any access to water and this is adding to the suffering of the palestinian people we're talking also of the lack of medicine there is no medicine there is no diapers for the children
0: China says it'll continue to follow a path of Chinese modernization that features the harmonious coexistence between humans and nature and remain committed to promoting international cooperation on facing climate change. A foreign ministry spokesperson says China was deeply involved in negotiations on all topics at the COP28 climate conference and worked closely with the host country, the UAE, as well as other participants to offer solutions to major questions. The spokesperson says the outcomes of the summit send a positive message of adhering to multilateralism and cooperation on tackling climate issues. The U.S. Federal Reserve has left interest rates unchanged at a 22-year high of 525 quarter to 5.5% as inflation continues to cool. Experts believe it signals an end to its rate hiking cycle and possible rate cuts next year. The central bank says tighter financial and credit conditions for households and businesses are likely to weigh on economic activity, hiring and inflation, adding that the extent of these effects remains uncertain. According to the newly released summary of economic projections, 17 out of the 19 Fed officials project that the policy rate will be lower than its current level by the end of 2024, with most of them expecting rates to fall 50 to 75 basis points. Japanese prime minister Fumio Kishida has said about replacing key cabinet members after four ministers announced their resignations over a major corruption scandal in the ruling party. The cabinet crisis comes after allegations of kickbacks of around 3.5 million US dollars in the Liberal Democratic Party. Local broadcaster NTV says investigators will start searching for evidence in lawmakers' offices from as early as next week. Meanwhile, public approval for Kishida's cabinet has dropped to 17%. The Lowest since the LDP returned to power 11 years ago. China's tourism market experienced a remarkable surge in the first three quarters. Revenue from domestic tourism reached over 520 billion US dollars during the period, more than double last year. Meanwhile, there were over 3.6 billion domestic visits in the first three quarters, up 75%. China's northern regions have stepped up emergency response measures amid the latest cold spell. The country's meteorological authorities issued a yellow alert for intense snowfall in the north. An orange alert for blizzards remains in place in the national capital. The authorities also renewed a yellow alert for a cold wave in anticipation of temperature drops of up to 12 degrees Celsius in most parts of China by Saturday. The largest agricultural products wholesale market in the Chinese capital has planned transportation routes to make sure vehicles can deliver ample amounts of fresh produce despite the heavy snow. Xinfadi Market in southern Beijing asked merchants to stock up on vegetables and meat to ensure supplies and stable prices. An official running the market says the amount of vegetables reached a record high for this year. The market supplies Beijing and even the entire northern China region every day. Its prices and supply of vegetables and meat products are a barometer of the farm produce market supply in the capital city. That's the news. I'm Shane Bigel.